0: So here's the question, when the rules we've been operating by have burnt us out and the hamster wheel is keeping us awake at night and stuck, how do we, as expert entrepreneurs who want to make significant impact but just can't take on one more thing, grow our businesses and teams, double our revenue while working less? That's the question. This is The Business Habitat. I'm Sam Dean, your host, and this show explores the answers. Stay tuned and enjoy some brave conversations. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Today I want to really try something a little bit bit different, see if this works. One of the biggest problems that I'm seeing, and every time I ask either leaders of expert businesses whether it be in the accounting industry or any others, you know, what if there's one problem we could solve, what would it be? And that question always gets, you know, you would expect the question to be, oh, I want more clients, better clients or or whatever that is. But at the moment it is very loud and clear that it's we need more staff, we can't get the right style of staff, and there's this massive shortfall of stuff. And particularly in the senior leadership areas, now this is a problem. We're all very aware of it, and there's a whole lot of reasons for it. There's a whole lot of stuff, um, studies coming out of America, you know, with the great resign uh, and Europe and anywhere with the great resignation. Why this is happening? It was actually happening before COVID hit, but I think the last two or three years has really woken people up a little bit to perhaps you know looking at where they're at. And the interesting thing is that, you know, particularly in this, I mean, I'll talk to the accounting industry right now, is that it is, they're not going back to other, peop- other places. They're going into either their own businesses or leaving the industries entirely. So we're using a lot of the expertise and a lot of the seniority and the leadership from that as well. And this is a global employment problem. It is not just for us, but I'm going to talk about it from our point of view as well, particularly from the um more, what I would say, more traditional businesses where people are hired on their experience as opposed to their behaviours and actual people skills, if you like. So, you know, one of our big passions here is to really try to start educating that deficit of how do you really empower and bring people along for the ride. And particularly, you know, relook look at, at how some of our businesses are actually set up and how we work with our people. And a lot of that, of course, starts with self and how do we lead ourselves. Today, I specifically want to look at, you know, bearing that in mind, things that I have seen in the last couple of weeks, that I see all the time, particularly when we're working in teams. And this is interesting, it doesn't matter if it's a sales team, in um, different style of businesses that actually need sales teams. If it's in a production team, it doesn't really matter. And the situation that's happened before, and as I said, this is just an example, but it really, I thought it has to be discussed, is when you're in a group, you know, when we do a lot of work around sort of redefining positions and position descriptions, how can we bring unskilled people up into more skilled, traditionally skilled jobs etc. And we work a lot around the position description, the leadership of everybody in the team, and of course, the actual skills of the leaders themselves. Now, what was really interesting about this situation that came up, as we'd have had a couple of sessions, and then there was one particular person in this group that just went, I don't want this, I, I don't want it, I'm too busy. And of course, you know, this is going at that traditional time of the year for any kind of finance-based expert businesses. Obviously, we're around May and June when this has been recorded, but it's different times for different people. And there's a lot of stress and overwhelm. And then that she said, I'm not a leader. I shouldn't have to do this stuff. I decided 25 years ago not to own the business, so I don't need to lead anybody. I just need to do my thing. And it wasn't said quite as plainly as that, but or nicely. Um, It was said in very different ways. And everything that we're doing here is a waste of time. And It's just soft skills. You know, we don't need them. I don't need them. No one ever asks, you know, what the the firm wants. And I said to this particular person, well, what is it that you think? And, you know, she said, well, I don't want it. I'm not a leader. Now, the problem with that, of course, is unintentional leaders. Everybody, everybody who gets up in the morning is a leader. Every person in in any kind of business is a leader. And this is the thing that we need to concentrate on. So what that did is everybody who was feeling, you know, this work that we were doing wasn't particularly comfortable. It was really kind of looking at what we do to make it more efficient, to get us to a point where we can grow as people and also, you know, really looking at how we can spread the load across different styles of people because, you know, like many businesses, this business actually had quite a lot of senior people, not a lot of junior, but the junior ones wanted to rise up and the seniors were doing everything from woe to go and very normal particularly in our silo style, style of businesses that we need to shift this stuff and that's all fine but it was the behavior that I'm talking about here. When I went back to the leadership here and I hear this all the time and I hear this probably more so in in um, well no I just hear it all the time it's like oh they're really good producers it's okay you know they're nearing retirement all of those sort of excuses that I have said in the past you have said they are productive etc. Well this in our age and our age of the great resignation and everything else that's going on now is just completely unacceptable. The problem is, is that they are leading and they're leading by example and it's like okay well if you're just going to stick them in the corner and do that. Now these people, they may or may not want to grow and I'm not, this was, this is not a isolated case either, but The problem is you have to look at it from a leadership point of view and go, what is this doing? What kind of destruction is it's doing it? And as I said, I've seen even more poignant examples, if you like, in in sales teams, when you've got that one, one person who can do an amazing thing, fairly toxic personality, amazing things. And then you'll have three or four people who are very average, who are just plodding along. And it's like, well, if I let that person go, then even though they're kind of, very toxic in their personality and it's even acknowledged just leave it alone because they bring in the sales but then everyone else down the line will say well the sales come in yes but there hasn't been any changeover there hasn't been any anything so we're concentrating on the wrong figures here and we're also concentrating on the fact that we can't have difficult these are difficult conversations to have particularly with people who've been in organizations for long long periods of time this episode is brought to you by the aligned leader a six-week program built to combat the leadership fatigue syndrome so you can grow your business without the overwhelm. The destruction that it causes leaving this sort of behavior un- untended, if you like, or even, th- I mean, this particular person was yelling at me and it doesn't bother me because, i you know, it's not my team member. Of course I would take, I t- took some, some stuff away from that and had to work on that a little bit but I knew it wasn't at me I knew that it was somebody just talking you know just throwing their, their fears and their frustration at me it wasn't particularly about me but the problem is is I know that this particular person has had those high yelling conversations quite often in the last three or four weeks and someone even said to me later on oh I thought that that might happen so this can't happen the, the session beforehand had been really good, uh, very interactive, same style people come in the second, and then that one deteriorated. Some of the people within, the, within there kind of didn't get on the bandwagon, but then certainly we, we couldn't stay focused. So what I'm saying here and what I really want to bring home here is that we are having these issues on a very macro level, but we have to look at in, within our own businesses and our own leaderships we have to look for unintentional leadership that's going on and not the good type. We tend, to co- we tend to focus on the people who have potential to lead and lead well, not the people who are leading by example and not leading very good examples. That was a complete display of leadership, complete display. It was just a very poor display. That can bring things undone faster than any good chipping away at. And then what happens is the people who do tend to want to want to succeed and want to grow and want to self-develop, they will leave that environment because particularly at the moment they can go somewhere else where they think it might happen, you know, that that, that particular person isn't there. We've got to get over this, it's okay, it's always been that way, they'll be out of here in a few years. It's not okay. Also, you're not doing them any favours by actually not bringing that Behavior into light, and I've had to do this a lot in the last. And I've learned to do this, and how powerful that is. Not just for the people around, the, but sometimes for the pe- person themselves. If they're actually put a, if they actually do have some self reflection and do become aware of it, it actually helps them grow. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, at the moment I have a puppy, and you know, sometimes it's easier for me just to let her chew and and go away with it. Particularly if I'm recording or something. But by doing that, she now choose everything in sight rather than just the stuff that she has because I didn't kind of pull her aside and says that you know that's not an appropriate thing to do really early on in the piece. So um, the problem is in most of these cases the horse has bolted and that's okay but we can get the horse back and really you know look at some of these examples and what we can do. My suggestion on it is that anytime this behavior is actually not in the process of because it's very hard to de-escalate sit back and actually have the conversation immediately and say that wasn't appropriate you might have some valid points this particular example it would have been a a good time to it be and what was i think interesting about this that i see is that everyone actually expects it so it's not just like oh no there she's just having oh some problems it was like oh yeah that's just xyz and it's like if you're getting to that point you really have to self reflect on that and say, What can you do about this? What can you do? What do you need? What help do you need to actually turn this around? And unfortunately, as leaders, we have to learn this skill. We have to learn this skill. It is a hard skill to learn, but I can tell you the power in it. I had another great example last week where I was in not a business situation, but a personal situation where something similar happened, and I was able to have a very constructive conversation on how much. It actually hurt my feelings and how that behavior wasn't acceptable. And what was really interesting was that the person then went away and went, oh, my God, I'm really sorry. I didn't realize that I was doing that. I will work towards not doing that. And I've also had that in my my experience as well, in my, you know, the times where early on in my uh, earlier on in my career where I always, you know, very passionate, and enthusiastic, and sometimes that enthusiasm came out the wrong way. And my leaders, in that respect, let that go for quite a while until it became almost untenable, and then told me and I can't tell you how devastating I was to to have that situation if they'd just told me early on if the person involved had just come and said because they were always nice to me in the front, they never kind of indicated that my behaviour was inappropriate and they were uncomfortable with it. If they had just come and said it, maybe I could have learned early, much earlier on rather than. absolute devastation that I felt then. Of course I would have felt uncomfortable and horrible but I would have been able to do something about it earlier and I did something about it and it was all fine (laughs) eventually. But the lack of trust, I I didn't trust that person anymore, I didn't trust that my behavior anymore. So this is some of the things that you need to look at. So a couple of points that I really want you to take away from that. If you are seeing leadership no matter what form it is, either praise it as going that was a really good example of leadership or take that person out, have a safe, constructive conversation about you cannot, you can be angry or whatever was coming up for you then. However, you cannot disintegrate that in a, in a meeting and use some of the tools that we've made available before on how you can construct a difficult conversation, how you can ask permission for it and say, this is what happened. So, you know, and then what can we do to help? If it continues, obviously, then that goes to a next stage and to a more HR stage. These are hard things, but I can tell you what, it's much harder to let this stuff go. And we're all working really hard. Everybody is working really hard in growing and changing in this very volatile world. And this is something that you can have a little bit more control over. And, you know, also really look for those examples either way. So start being very aware of what's an example, a good example of leadership and what leadership is going on in your businesses or within yourself that is perhaps not aligned with what your overall goals are from a growth point of view. What I would love you to do now is become just as you're going through your days just write those good examples and bad examples down even if you don't feel safe doing it then if you did want to have a conversation with somebody about it the link to the difficult conversation framework will be in the show notes both the difficult conversation podcast the original podcast plus the actual little bit of a framework that you can use to script your own so um please just be aware of that unintentional leadership that's going on and what it's actually doing to your business, but also look for it within yourself too. As always, be brave and continue the conversation. Thank you so much for your time. We work super hard on this podcast and are passionate about helping expert entrepreneurs build businesses without overwhelm. To help us, can you please leave a review if you loved it on Apple Podcast or your favourite podcast platform.